Everybody ready? Yep. Let's go. Ahsoka! Four Midwest Guys presents... Star Wars Rebels HQ. Battles leave scars. Some you can't see. All across. I'm afraid it's changing. I will never let my friends get hurt again. Your anger gives you strength. Governor Price, these rebels have proven particularly stubborn. How do you intend to solve this problem? I need someone who sees a bigger picture. To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not simply their battle tactics. But their history, philosophy, art. I must become more powerful. <laughs> Split the treasure. Oh, that's a classic. One last glorious day in the Grand Army of the Republic. Jedi am the light and the dark. They'll be the architects of their own destruction. The key destroying the city. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Star Wars Rebels HQ. Uh, today, uh, we'll go over the Season 4 trailer. Uh, with me to do that today is Mr. Brian Enkenbauer. Hey, what's up, what's up? What's going on, B? And my brother, Aaron. Hey, how's it going, man? Alright guys, so uh, Star Wars Celebration, uh, they had the big panel. Um, right off the bat, uh, let's just, uh, the big uh, gorilla in the room is uh, Season 4 is the final season of Yeah, Rebels. it's pretty sad. I mean, we knew it was coming, but uh, no, everybody was hoping there would be two more seasons. Well, I mean, yeah, it I was, too. I mean, last season was what, two years away from Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it only could go so far. That's, I mean, we, were, we were hoping it was going to be two Especially when we got the in Rogue One, we could hear Sindula and everything else. We, you know, all yeah, the rebel General Sindula. Yeah, all the rebel uh, insinuations and Easter eggs that were in Rogue One. So. Oh yeah, but that doesn't mean they can't bring the characters back to another series down the line if they wanted to. It just might not be Rebels, or could be a spinoff sort of thing. True. I mean, it may not be the last time we see them, but it'll be the last time they'll be in Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's. Uh, I was always I expected five seasons because they said when they started this is five years before New Hope so I was like okay like five a season seasons. a year yeah a season it represents a year I know we had a bit of a time gap at the beginning of the last season though so a little bit yeah I mean it was see, only like six months but but something yeah I still expected you know five but and I was really hoping for five but I will say one thing at least we'll get a, an official close unlike mm. Clone Wars which was unceremoniously. You know, it ended. Ended. Uh, at least, hopefully, we'll get a proper close. Mm. We also have uh, heard um, through news reports, possible rumor that um, that season four will also be one continuous story arc. There will mm. be no side adventures per se. That it's all going to be w- all one giant story to end it <coughs> on. Essentially, yeah. although I really find it hard to think that Filoni would change his mo. On his last well, season, a like, lot of that then started with Lucas back in Clone Wars to a certain extent. So, well, I think what's my my, my guess is what happens. He says it'll be one story arc that kind of throws the whole thing. My guess is is that we may have one or two side adventures. Mm. Yeah, 
but they'll still play into the overall arc. Like we'll still, yeah, we'll still have that arc inside that episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we had that with season two of Rebels as well. Even though there were a couple side episodes, but that was kind of how the team making it viewed it as this was all part of the continuous story sort of thing. And the other news is it's been breaking. I think even just a few days ago is it's been announced uh, that it's only going to be sixteen episodes. Mm. Or that at least that's the rumor. Sixteen, where the last two seasons we've had twenty-two episodes. So season one had sixteen episodes. Well, yeah, but I mean, with the last season or so, we've had it where you kind of have a transition shift around mid-season. Mm-hmm. So if you're just continuing like the same story arc for the full season, that's not honestly a horrible thing. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just I really love the show, and it's it's going to be hard to say goodbye. And sixteen episodes will go by very quickly. Well, they I mean, announced some sort of like micro series, didn't they? Yeah, the micro series is like a, it's like a heroines uh, series kind of oh, thing. So like it's like Star one Wars off sort of thing. It's kind of like one off adventures with. Oh, okay, so get it's like, not really serial. Yeah, it's like uh, here's an episode with Leia centered at it. Here's an episode okay. with Ray. Like episodic sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, kind of thing. Fair it's enough. Using all the female leads. Hmm. Oh, speaking of females, I did. Did you see uh, Filoni's T-shirt on the panel? Ahsoka lives. Ahsoka question, lives. Question, question mark, mark. And then the lights went out. And then he came back on. He had Ahsoka lives with, a, with an exclamation point. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so everybody's saying that Ahsoka's going to come back in this. And then uh, what's McCall? It is going to uh, the girl from Marvel. Um, what is her name? She plays uh, the nurse. Oh, Dawson. Uh, Dawson. Dawson. Rosary Dawson. Mm-hmm. She would do a live version of her. Live version of it. Yeah, her. I've heard that rumor, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that would be, that'd be kind of cool. Rosary Dawson. Who is that? Is she actually the one that uh, voices her? No, no, no. no okay. it's a, that's Ashley Eckstein that oh, okay. does the voice. I was about to say, I was like, I didn't, wouldn't guess I Rosario could... Dawson would be involved in that. Like, they, somebody somebody did a mock-up of what she would look like, and it, yeah. it was it's, it's pretty, pretty close. It's close. It? It's the only thing I have with Ros- Rosario is she's almost too old to play the character. Almost. It, it, it it's depends close. on like what you want to do with the character. Yeah, it depends but... on what time frame you want to place her in, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll see. I, I I was excited when you know they did that. She is apparently all on board, or at least her publicist is, because she well, put I, on stuff like Ahsoka lives hashtag Ahsoka lives and all that stuff. So. I think she's she is wanting to do it. I don't know if they want to do it. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, guys, so let's just break down the trailer as best we can. As we kind of gathered together some frames on our own. We're going to use some frames some other people broke down on other websites. We'll just go – I'll try to describe each frame and we'll just talk, kind of talk about it. Um, I know the whole first maybe 10, 15 seconds of the trailer, it's all about Hera talking about – It's longer than that. If, okay, maybe 20 seconds. I mean, it's got it's to be – I wouldn't even say it's thirty seconds long. No, I maybe thirty seconds tops. Tops, but tops. it's the first quarter of the trailer, I would say. Yeah, and it's all about Hera talking about leading them into battle, and we keep seeing we see these old scenes brought back. The first one is a picture of um, Ezra back, probably from the beginning of uh, season yeah, one. He kind of focuses well, it's, early it's, on about like where they came I from, would, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I would say he's more on season two. Oh, yeah, maybe. This, I mean, look at his. Look at how he looks fairly close to what he looks like. You know what I mean? Like, in the first one, he looked really young. This is not... You don't think so? I think this... See, I actually think this might be him from season one, like, hanging out on his tower. That well, that is what in. it is. I mean, he yeah. is on his tower. Yeah. On Luthal. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Um, next Ezra shot, obviously, is from uh, last season, where him holding the Sith holocron. 
Um, so I wonder if this is this means we're going to finally get Ezra tempted by the dark side again. At Probably some not. Point. I don't think so. I think to this, be honest, I think it is just kind of a general recap. Yep, sort of and that's scene. that's what I think. I think the whole thing is just a recap, just basically because he was like, you know, about a boy, yeah, finding his way, and about a girl, blah blah blah, blah. right. You know, and she kind of goes through all the different characters mm-hmm. and their and their journey to this point. Yeah, and it feels like season four is going to be almost. It's just going to be all rebels and not Jedi. Yeah, we kind of. I mean, like there's going to be probably elements of it, but yeah, it's probably going to focus much more heavily on that. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering though if we're going to get some sort of a dark side presence. I mean, Maul's gone. Mm-hmm. You still got Vader lingering out there, but I don't think they're oh. going to use him as much. It, it doesn't seem like so. It. I th- I think we'll see in in this one. I think we'll see uh, Tarkin. Oh yeah, Tarkin will be back. I think we'll see um, Thrawn. We'll see a Thrawn. Mm-hmm. I think we'll also see whatchamacallit from Rogue One. Uh, the guy in white. Oh, Director Krennic. Yep. That's possible. I think we'll see him. I think we'll see more ties in this one into Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll probably, we'll, obviously we'll see Death Troopers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we might actually maybe get to see um, Scarif. Is that right? Scarif is uh, the planet where they got the transmissions from and stuff. Yes, that's where the... Okay, so I think maybe we'll see... Star plans are... We might actually get to see a little bit of Scarif. Possibly. Um, I'm hoping that... My my hope is that we get to see part of the battle. Oh, the last... Filoni's already shot that down, but... But you know what I mean? Like, could be lying, I mean. You know, but, but, yeah. but that would be kind of cool, right? That yeah. Because they're talking about Sind- you know, General Sindul and everything yeah. else. And we actually get to see... An animated version. An animated version of that fight from the from the ghost. Yeah, I would love to see that. Floney's already said no, but you know, Floney has a way of yeah. dodging questions on stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. So again, we you know, just kind of the first part again is mostly it's we see Zeb and he's the uh, the warrior. She says mm-hmm. and it's just an older flashback of season one. And then the the most interesting part of her whole speech, I thought, was the war veteran. And they show Chopper. Um, never really made that association. I mean, they mention it that he's from the Clone Wars and that he's oh yeah, like uh, morning even the down pilot and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, Hera found him like in the down ship that was mm-hmm. like shot down from that. So it it does make reference to it. You could have just as easily used a character like Rex in that place as well. Yeah, I think yeah. Rex would have been a much better choice. I I mean, I like Chopper, but Chopper's kind of the he's the comic relief. He's the side character. Yeah, he does save the day. Quite often, Quite actually. often, actually, as kind of the you know the unknown hero, but I don't know if I would go as far as call him a war veteran. A war veteran, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a robot, but he's yeah. been through wars and thus yeah. would count as a veteran. I guess. Just in my mind, I just never made the association. I guess. Right. So I, that was the only part of the trailer I was kind of like, what? And then obviously she also talks about a fallen knight, and that was that being obviously Kanan. Turning away from the Jedi Order, only to find his way back through this whole series. We've seen him basically through training Ezra, learning how to be a Jedi all over again, and uh, basically being crowned, you know, knighted a Jedi, losing his vision, and how, learning now to be like the blind Jedi Master, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. And then uh, there's a couple shots of the uh, the battle on uh, Adalon. So with the whole recap sort of element to it, does it add a bit of a death lag sort of thing for the first trailer? It definitely adds, yeah. I mean, especially because that's always kind of been a question of 
where these characters go by sure. the time it hits like a new hope it or def- even yeah. rogue one i guess yeah to me it definitely adds that um that threat right you get mm-hmm. that like she's telling like the story like yeah i'm the lone survivor which we know she already survives through rogue one mm-hmm. and you know this was this here's our story mm-hmm. you know this yeah. is what happened it, it, yeah you're like you're, you're almost like who's she telling the story to Two. Mm-hmm. yeah and how many of these guys survive yeah because yeah. we know, obviously, she does. She's telling the story, mm-hmm. but like you said, who is the who survives? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, is the thing? Do they get picked off one to one? Is it all go down together, sort of thing, or is like, is it just kind of a fake out? You know. Well, I mean, who knows? But they do. I mean, in in this, they do say, you know, um, at least we'll go down fighting. Mm-hmm. There's a couple scenes, you know, a couple scenes like that. So it's oh yeah. Yeah, there's a whole there's a line in there. Uh, uh, the Canyon says to Ezra, "This is the reason we became Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, is for this moment and blah 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 to be here at this time and you know, fate, destiny. Again, kind of like kind of a oh shit, last hurrah, y- yeah, sort of speech, sort of yeah, kind of like uh, defending the Alamo, kind of yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> feel. Uh, the other line in her things is an evil so dark that it threatened to." Blacking out the stars, yeah, and they show Thrawn. So obviously Thrawn's coming back. Yeah, what what do you guys think? Um, are we going to get more of the same, or are we going to see a much more militant go after him constantly, Thrawn, rather than play with them and toy with them? I'm not against the toying with them version of Thrawn as long as it's a character utilized well. Mm-hmm. Like in the last episode, you see Thrawn utilized well. It pays off finally. Yeah, yeah. but pretty much up to that, it, every scene was just, oh, well, that's interesting. And that was his entire character for most of the season. Boy, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think, uh, I think we've seen enough. I think he's done playing. Yeah. Like I think he's already he's already done enough, and he, that this was one of his plays to get them in the last the last episode. Yeah, that that was one of his plays, and they got away, and so now he's gonna it was it's just gonna be like a chase a chase. Yeah, they're gonna be on the run. Now I think I don't know how I don't know how Thrawn dies, or but, if he dies. Oh, I know he dies. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah. He'll die in this. He'll die in this because we hear nothing about him in Rogue One or. It's a pretty popular character. I, don't does, know. I didn't see what matter. they did with the book of that, but the uh, new Thrawn book they released not that long ago is technically canon now. So, yeah, I, I love. I really got to read that that book. Um, but yeah, um, unless he gets unless he gets uh, sent off somewhere. Well, that, that was my other thing. Maybe he gets a um, either dismissed from the Empire because they, you know, like Disgraced. Yeah, yeah, something like that, and he goes off mm-hmm. on his own, or they say. We need you to take the empire in this direction, and he right. takes his own kind of. Here's my here's my two cents, and there's been a lot made out in the books recently about Jakku, and about the Emperor sending explorations into unknown space, mm. looking sensing some sort of dark. Wasn't that more in the like old EU? Uh, there is some reference, but in the new books, mm. they've been starting to mention a lot about Jakku being like this staging base, and about. Palpatine sending out these missions because he senses something greater or darker mm. out there, and I'm thinking maybe he gets Thrawn does it. Thrawn gets sent on one of that those missions. I mean, and that would explain why we don't see him. Yeah, for, I mean, and that could also be how Disney's decided to expand the universe. Oh yeah, 
I think it's coming. I think we might even see some of it in episode as early as episode eight. We'll see, or they might they might be saving it for later. I don't but know. I really don't like the fact that they've like uh, the rumor is they decided to go away from Jedi and Sith. Yeah, I I agree with that, and yeah, I think that's probably a conversation for another time. But I will throw my two cents and say, and I am not a lover of gray Jedi. Um, Correct. Gray Jedi theory, yeah. and uh, but that's me. And I think yeah. if it's not in there. Yeah. Then it feels a lot more like Star Trek. I think when you have when you're just exploring and you're finding well, stuff, especially if you're having this giant alien race coming from outside the known universe trying to take over. If, yeah, if you you've got to keep the Force element. I think if anything, I think it's Episode Eight will be incredibly not to go off on a side tangent, but it'll be incredibly heavy on the Force mythology. As long as they expand the Force mythology, I'm fine with it. Just. Don't end the Jedi and don't end the Sith. That's my thing. Well, they already um, ended the Sith. Kind well, of. kind of. I just don't want to see the... I don't want to get it so watered down like... Well, he's semi-dark gray and he's lighter gray. If you want to have a character ride the fence, that's fine. I don't want to see an entire order de- Correct. dedicated yeah. to the gray. I don't want to see... I'm actually fine having that. To, today, I'm, today I'm dark gray. Tomorrow I might be light gray. I don't know. No, no, but I mean, if you want to have, They just like, changed the picture on the fridge from a happy face to a frowny face. Frowny face. Today's a sad day. <laughs> no, but yeah. like, if you want to have like an order that's trying to be about balance and harmony between the two and trying to like... Okay. Being able to use some abilities on each side, but not necessarily like the more extreme powers or something like that, my I only, think that'd be okay. My only pushback with that would be the Bendu. The Bendu was basically the gray. And don't get yeah. me wrong, he was cool and he was... Oh, I thought Bendu was cool. Powerful, but he didn't really do much. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It's Star Wars. I like to see a lot of action. I like to see a lot of conflict. Uh, I don't know if you can do that with, with Grey. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think there's fine to have, like, characters that you can take Grey's and make them more, like, roguish. Sure. Like, you can have more of a pirate sort of mm-hmm. person, like, um, I can't think of the one dude's name, but we, we do have those characters, like, in the Star Wars universe, and that's fine if they actually... Go out into that sort of storyline. I think. Yeah, the only thing I wouldn't mind them doing, and we're really going on tangent. I apologize to people, but if they want to take the force powers themselves and not categorize them as dark or light, I might be okay with it. It's like I've never understood why force lightning is dark. Is dark, and I've never understood why is the, the the ability like with Darth Plagueis to create life is a dark side power. How is that a dark side power? To, to me, that's light side power. Well, you there's know, a it, lot of mythological elements that would have tampering with the natural orders of right. life and death and, and, and sort and of I, a dark side power. I kind of get it as a necromancing kind of thing. I get mm. that, but I don't know. To say that that's solely, though, belong, that the dark can solely do that by themselves. No, or, so you're, you're more of a gray. Well, no, but... Ah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's no. kind of like how the uh, Jedi have the thing where they technically can make themselves immortal. <laughs> It's not in physical form. Well, yeah, that's the ability to, you know, only a few are granted that ability, supposedly, for now. Yeah. You know, until they make everybody a force ghost. But, um, yeah, so we've kind of gone off on a tangent. I feel like kind of a podcast for another day. But I think if you make everyone a force ghost, you're going to have some issues because then you need, like, a place for them all to hang out. And there has to be, like, a force afterlife sort of thing. Well, there kind of is, but it's not really. uh, (laughs) Well, then never mind. Is, it needs to be expanded upon, is what you're saying. We can do a whole. We'll do a whole podcast on the wills of the force. Uh, yeah, yeah, and all that, 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 that fun stuff. So. I'm the one with the force. The force with me. Yeah, I'm one with the force. The force is with me. Yeah. You think so. we'll see that character at all? 
I would love to see him come back. I like those two. Like, what were they? Like the Guardians of the One Guardians Campbell? of the Wills. Yeah, like those were amazing characters. I'd love to see back. Like, if you're going to bring back Saul Guerrero here, I'd kind of want to see those characters as well. Sure, I would like to see them in their heyday before the Empire shows up. Yeah, like. It so, sounds fascinating, and it yeah. really is kind of expanding on mythology as well. Well, yeah, the Wills is very, um, it's very vague. It's not mm. very well defined. It's just kind of mentioned here and there, and kind of really George Lucas's notes. Yeah, um, you know, from the original when he originally started with the Star Wars mm. thing, because originally it was kind of like George was t- trying to tell a story, like only he was given like he opened up like a, a book or. a or had a vision of all this. Mm. This happened here, you know. It was through the wills of the force and all this stuff. So it's very, very vague. So it's never yeah. really been well defined. And uh, we might get more of it in episode eight, honestly. But I don't, I don't know. know. But anyway. So, but yeah. So the first part of the trailer, it's really just old clips from season three, mm. season one, season two, kind of mixed together. Um, and we see a lot of the next few clips is about the Battle of Adalon mm-hmm. that we saw that we see in the uh, season three finale, and uh, see all of that. And then from there we switch over um, to new footage. And from this point on, it's uh, it's kind of like uh, the first. I think the first real uh, footage we see, new clip we see, is we see Ezra. What looks to me to be Sabine's mother, only because of the yellow and the yellow on her hat and the the pattern looks similar to the to Sabine's mom. Okay. Um, to Ursa, so I think that's her. And then it's funny. We've I've heard Dave I actually would have said it was a Sabine. Okay, it could be. It's possible. Uh, to me, because I see yellow, it, it could be her new pattern though, because she changes her her color. So yeah, it could be Sabine. You're right. Um. To me, it looks like looks like her mom, but it could be Sabine. Um, but I think the, the funny part is is the wolf because um, there's a giant wolf. There's a giant wolf, and there is a celebration panel of last year where Dave talks about putting a so in the last few episodes with Ahsoka. Ahsoka's riding a giant wolf, hmm. and it's a callback to him because Dave has this whole Star Wars group uh, called the Wolf Pack, and it's kind of his. Mm-hmm. So it's like an homage to himself almost. So it's kind of funny that we see that him, what he was talking about, <laughs> show up in Rebels the next you know, season four. Because to... he was talking about a year ago at the last mm-hmm. Star Wars celebration. Okay. So here we are. So, yeah. so you're thinking this is going to be part of the last couple episodes with Sabine? It could be. It could be part of, yeah. yeah. Or it could definitely be one of the episodes that involves Ahsoka, mm-hmm. maybe. Because that was supposed to be Ahsoka on the giant wolf. Because they were talking about... In the last few episodes in the Clone Wars series mm. that they had oh, okay. planned out, and one of the episodes she's wearing, he had her on a giant wolf. So very much a kind of throwback to like Princess Mononoke or something like that. Probably, yeah. Uh, you would probably you know a little bit more. That's Kurosawa, right? That's yeah. Oh well, no, about. that's um, Miyazaki. That's a studio, studio Ghibli film. Okay. It was pretty well known. It actually even had like a pretty well known dub in the U.S. It was, it's a good film. Okay, I haven't seen that one. That's the reason I was asking if it was like a Kurosawa. I don't. I've only seen mm-hmm. a couple of those. So, um, so next scene is we're finally we we're told we're going to Yavin Four, and it's a picture of the ghost arriving on Yavin Four. You can see the the jungle. You can see the uh, the pyramids of the temple, and then obviously the big you know Yavin itself in the mm. the foreground. 
So we're, we're obviously we're heading back to Yavin Four. What do you guys think about uh, going back to Yavin Four and Rebels finally? Well, I mean, we, we knew it's going to happen, mm-hmm. and in, in order to pull everything together, yeah, it had to have ha- had to happen. So yeah. I'm not really surprised to see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because essentially, if this is going to end right before Rogue One, and Rogue One ends like a pretty 10 much minutes before Star Wars Episode Four, yeah, then, yeah. Like you kind of have to kind of merge those two together like this is going to be a critical season for like how the like canon actually plays out and like how it all connects right yeah i think so it, it almost has to if they're if that stage plan is to have rebels and right before rogue one then yeah and mm-hmm. then just continue the storyline from that point on if that's his plan we don't like, don't be wrong like you can still kind of give it like a maybe a six month gap between like the end of rebels into rogue one but you're hitting pretty close because Pretty much, this is like a year out from Rebels or from Rogue One. We're, we're we're guessing. Yeah, you know, the last time I was told it was two years out. So where we pick up? But that was for last season, and right? Where this season ends off is, gonna, right. I imagine, pretty close. But they said they were going right to Yavin Four, so we'll see if they've been on Yavin Four for maybe six months when we pick up, or do they mm. go right, right? Well, yeah, right I mean, we also we have to off. wonder: is there any time skip between last season and the current season? Yeah, between three and four, we don't know. We won't know until four starts, obviously. <laughs> How long is her monologue? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to get back to Yavin 4. The more I see Yavin 4, the better I like it. I like I love seeing it back in Rogue One and seeing a little bit more of it. So I would like to see what's inside some of those temples, to be honest. More than just the Rebel base. Because there's more there seems to be a lot out there on this planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to explore. So it'd be kind of cool to see if uh if you know, maybe there's a Jedi or Sith influence on the planet that, uh, you know, Ezra and Kanan maybe stumble upon or something. Yeah. That would be kind Definitely of Definitely a possibility. Yeah. Uh, next shot we see is, uh, you know, basically Hera and uh, embracing uh, uh, Kanan. Um, where do you guys think this is going? Do you think we see any kind of love interest blooming here? Do we see it finally... Wait, there hasn't been. Well, they kind of already. I think there already, already has implied. been. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's implied pretty heavily yeah, that yeah. they were romantic, even by the first episode. Yeah. So. Yeah, like especially like when when Kanan meets her dad and stuff. Yeah. I mean, so like we are, we already basically know they're together, but I think I actually think that we might actually see them go separate ways because they need to, mm-hmm. and then we might see Kanan die. And that's what pushes Hera to the next level. Next yeah. level, you know what I mean? Like, is it like a like a vengeance type? Ooh, that could be. That'd be interesting to see Hera on a vengeance role because she's up to this point. It's always been about the mission, the mission, the mission. You know, mm-hmm. the rebel cause. So. Well, with a few exceptions here and there, but yeah, there is the one thing where she just borderline kills Chopper to kill other people. Well, yeah, there's that. There's <laughs> you want to mess with my droid here? I'm gonna zap you. Um, and somehow blows up an entire ship. That was pretty impressive. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on here. Uh, maybe not. Maybe we won't move on. I thought I had it. There we go. So, uh, obviously, this season's going to be heavy on the Mando again. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like uh, this scene is uh, maybe uh, Sabine leading her clan into battle. It's funny, Ezra it's actually Ezra. has a... And Ezra's with her, but... Yeah. He has a motocross helmet on. <laughs> yeah. As well as a jetpack. Yeah. Well, it's and actually, a blaster. Yeah, he's got a Mando jetpack, finally. So, he somehow got that. And he apparently was not happy with the little thrusters his last yeah. retro suit had. 
and he's wearing a speeder helmet. So he's got uh, they they didn't give him a Mando helmet, but he's got a uh, well. I'm sure it's one of his helmets that he already had. Right. Yeah. It's it's a speeder bike helmet, a uh, stormtrooper speeder bike helmet that's been painted by Sabine. I'm sure. Mm. Yellow and orange. Right, and it's got his uh, symbol on the side. Because in season, and except for last season, he wore a jacket that had like that yeah. circle with maybe it kind of looks like a bird, maybe like a phoenix it. or something, yeah, like on a half it. bird, yeah, on it. So it's on the side of his helmet, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, we see Sabine; she's leading her clan into battle, and she's holding the dark saber up high, charging in. So yeah, obviously trying to lead her clan and maybe trying to unite her people. Do you think it's going to have a good element of the Mando Civil War element here? I, or? Yeah, I do. I, you know, I was kind of hoping for a spinoff series. Mm. We've had that conversation, but obviously it looks like they're going to put that in season four. Yeah, when we were hoping, like, because we, we knew that Filoni was going to announce a new series. Yeah. We were kind of hoping that it was going to be the Mando series. Just, here yeah. turned out to be a stupid heroin online only crap. Well, I, that's... That he announced. Yeah, that's... I still don't think this do you is not the like big the thing. online only shows? Well, no, I mean, I just it just seemed like... Like if you look at it, it doesn't. It's not even as crisp as this. It's more no. of a. Uh, it's um, know, it's closer to like what the like older Clone Wars thing is in terms of yeah. animation style, right? It's closer to well, the, no, mi- it's actually, the micro series, yeah. Or, I was gonna say, you know, it seems more. It seems more like a drawing. What no, they yeah, had. It's like the uh, Tartakovsky like Clone Wars thing. Yeah, it is. It's like the the original Clone Wars micro series, and it's. Yeah, it, it, in fact, they're not even putting it on any channel. They're just going to be short clips that they put on the Disney YouTube channel. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Disney I thought they YouTube. were going to be like at least like 10, 15-minute things. No, no, no. I, probably not even that. I'd say like five minutes. Oh. Maybe. Oh, okay. It might be 10, 15, but they're just – It. I think what they're trying to do is it's part of Disney's push for the Disney heroin thing, and they're just – it's another Well, Disney venue. has been – Profiting off heroines for a long time. Yeah, they have. And, so, you know, but Star, I can understand their desire for it. Up until recently, Star Wars, other than Princess Leia, maybe Padme. Yeah, you know that's about it. Yeah, you know, as far as heroin. So yeah, that's that's basically what they're doing there. So and again, sorry for the tangent there, folks. Uh, moving on. Um, this is interesting. We actually see some uh, tanks. Um, from uh, the last time we saw these tanks was in Rogue One mm-hmm. on Jeddah. Yep. Um, it looks like I don't know if it's Hera. I, I don't think it's Hera, but it looks like another Twi'lek. Um, it could be Hera without her her stuff on. I don't know. But we see some stormtroopers and we see some of those uh, um, tanks going on. It looks like there's a moisture evaporator there off to the side. So it's kind of probably more air desert planet maybe maybe not maybe some sort of buildings in the distance or rock formation rock formation maybe i don't know um what do you guys think it actually almost to me it almost looks like a fall with the with the rock formation that the, they go to there at the yeah with the, where they kept their little base at it's, it's possible. possible um it could also be the twilicom world ryloth i think is the name of it well you know you know what this could be I mean, this could be Thrawn mm-hmm. attacking her home planet, trying or, you to draw know, her other, out. yeah, trying to draw her out. Mm-hmm. So you know, who knows? And it could be Hera just in her natural, you know, attire instead of being in her rebels gear yeah. if she went home or could, something. Yeah, could be. So it's possible. Uh, let's move on here. Okay, next scene: uh, Saul Guerrero. Um, Old age, very considerably for yeah. So, what is like a year? 
So this could be an answer to your question, Aaron. Um, maybe how much time has passed? Mm. Um, maybe more than a year has passed. And also, so, last I mean, he looks at least ten years older from the last time we saw him, doesn't he? Almost. But the other thing to point out, I think, from the last time we saw him, he had no hair, mm. and he also had no beard. Yeah. So that's true. So it's possible that he was just older, and we just never saw the just didn't show like show in the details, it. right? So that's one thing to point out. But uh, obviously we're going to see Saw Gerrera. We know they're from Rogue One. There's a lot that happens with Saw Gerrera, enough to, for Mon Mothma to say, yeah, you're too militant for the mm. Rebels. You need to go. Yeah. So we need to see how that happens. We also need to see how Saul goes from being a walking human being into basically a Rebel cheap version of Darth Vader. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny know? is I wonder, I wonder if, if we don't get the, um, the time jump mid-season that could happen that's possible. you know what i mean like we don't we don't see uh like here's what we do and like kind of the rebels kind of go to their home planet or like hair goes back or whatever mm. and then we see a time jump and they come back mm. because they're forced by the empire or whatever to it's possible and i wonder if we'll even get a mid-season because with 16 episodes mid-season would be eight mm. Compared to eleven, so I, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like you still could. It just depends on like how you want to have it set up. We might not have the same formula we had with the last two seasons, where you have that really big mid-season thing. Mm-hmm. Could just be a bit of a, a to be continued for yeah two, two weeks sort of thing. It could be. I would prefer smaller gaps. I don't like taking a month off like yeah. they did last season. Um, so yeah, so a lot of a lot to uh, explore with Saul Guerrero, obviously, and I would like to see it because I really want to see the character flushed out. I don't like what I saw at the beginning, and I don't necessarily like what I saw at the end, but maybe if they fill in the gaps in between... Yeah, I didn't like the, haven't liked the character yet. We'll see. Hopefully. I'd, I want to like him, so or at least despise him. or you know. I didn't like him in Rogue One. I didn't like him either in Rogue One, but we saw so little of him in Rogue yeah, One. It's funny because it's one of those things, like you see like the trailer, how much he's in it, and then how much of that did not show well, up. And so, yeah, we get to see him at the very end. We get to see him at kind of the beginning last year so I want to see what this guy is made of and why he is the way he is so hopefully they'll answer that um, next scene is much of Mando's again flying towards like a like a city or a bubble it almost reminds me of the uh, the old um, Clone Wars uh, the uh, uh, the the not the Republic um, Clone Wars uh the green guys, um, the Trade Federation ships. Remember how they had the balls that would go down into the the holes in Episode Two, especially. That were Kinda. they were part of the command ships. No, nope. it was just the ball part. Nope. And they sunk down into the hole. That's if you rewatch Episode Two, you'll know what I'm talking about. But that's kind of what the dome thing looks like to me. Um, but you see again, looks like choppers flying with the Mandos, and they're heading towards whatever this dome thing is. What do you guys think the dome thing is then? Um, you guys have any guesses? It could also be a ship or just like um, a part of a compound or a fort or something. Okay. Um, it might not be a far off from what you had like in terms of like uh, buildings or cities and cloud city mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm. It, to me, it has the the look of the Legion of Doom kind of yeah dome is. Yeah. I mean, especially the way it's the way especially Green the way it's like to it. Yeah, it's yeah. like lighted at the bottom but dark at the top, mm-hmm. so. It doesn't appear that the whole thing is um, inhabited, so it doesn't. Like, it looks like there's many levels. Okay. So it might be uh, maybe a hangar. Could be. 
Could be. It's possible. I do kind of like your Legion of Doom. I didn't quite make that. I made that comparison. Yeah, but yeah, it does kind of look like the the old Legion of Doom from Super Friends. Mm-hmm. Kind of look to it. All right, let's move on. Shot. So, next shot is a re- Clone Wars return of uh, of our Bo-Katan uh, from uh, the Clone Wars, who is the sister of Satine, uh, who was Obi Wan Kenobi's love interest. It, for those of you who are Clone Wars fans. So to me, this is interesting that she's come back um, at this point in time. She was the leader of Death Watch. She looks to still be part of Death Watch. Mm. The color scheme is the same as far as the armor is concerned. Yeah, I mean, I wonder be... I wonder if it's because, like we said, by the Mando Civil War. So this, yeah. I yeah. can see that being a character that plays into yeah. that pretty yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she's going to be friend or foe. No. Uh, at least at the beginning. In the beginning, I imagine. Well, based on yeah. her eyebrows, she does not seem angry. No, she does not. She seems pretty... For her, she seems docile. Yes. So. She's aged a little bit since the Clone Wars, but she should. Um, but pretty much same attire, really. She hasn't changed a whole lot. Her hair style's the same. Um, yeah, so... It's very interesting to see her back. I want to see what role she plays... I would really love it if she turns out to be Sabine's mom again, but the, you know that's just my mm. my fan theory. Honestly, it wouldn't be that big a thing if that's more of a cameo appearance either, though. Like, it really could just be a character that shows up for maybe one episode or two. I really hope she plays a more pivotal role. I really kind of like the character. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. I think Filoni liked her, too, but you never know. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next character is a new character. This is, uh, I think you pronounce Rook. Rook. Um... Rook is actually a throwback to the EU. Uh, back in the old, the, uh, the uh, era to the Empire, um, the first three books that came out after uh, Return of the Jedi and the uh, now uh, non-canon EU, Rook mm-hmm. played in that role. Rook was a uh, kind of a bodyguard for, for Thrawn. So, okay. um, so do you think they're reintroducing him with Thrawn to be more of a, like his, like Thrawn's muscle or like or right, bounty maybe, hunter sort of thing? Maybe his number two. Yeah. So I, 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 so his inquisitor, yeah, maybe yeah, because you kind of cheapen Thrawn if the rebels keep getting away from Thrawn. Does anyone find so, it weird we still have never seen the inquisitors come back, even though there probably should have been at least a couple lying around? He might be saving them for the season, or they might have something else in mind for him. I don't know. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I always thought, especially in the beginning of season three, I was like, oh, we'll, well see. Especially you. with how they had the naming system of it set up. Yeah, like you had like what two, four, and eight. Well, plus, I also thought the guy... fifth brother, seventh sister. Yeah, yeah and then the, the eighth brother, or whatever he was. But he, the guy who, I thought he survived. I mean, he just fell. I yeah. Mean, so I thought, we'd, sure enough, we'd see him in the beginning of season three, but apparently not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the Inquisitors. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, getting back to Rook here, to me, I think he's going to become Thrawn's right-hand man, and I think... You don't think they're going to kill him off early on in it? No. No, I don't. I think Thrawn will be there all through the season. Oh, no, I meant him specifically. Uh, um, probably not. I think he's going to be the one that the Rebels get away from more. Okay. Because if you let the Rebels get away from Thrawn too much, it cheapens Thrawn. Yeah. So right, if he gets enough. away from this guy, because Constantine's dead. Mm. <laughs> uh, Emerald Constantine's dead. Uh, you only have Governor Price, who I don't know what they're going to do with next year. Mm. Um, so there's only so many... Okay, you can't have Thrawn being the dude that keeps keeps letting them all slip keeps away, shaking his fist at the sky. And yeah. Darn you, rebels! Next time, 
gadget you and your little dog time, too. Yes. So, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. So, okay. And he's also, by the way, he is uh, voiced by Warwick uh, Davis, uh, who is who played uh, Wicket back in Return of the Jedi. Didn't he also play the uh, Leprechaun in the Leprechaun films? Uh, that I'd have to look up. I'm not okay. sure. I'd have to look that one up. He played Willow and Willow? He did play Willow and Willow, yes. That was in the past, true. Yeah. It's all right. So next scene we get a... So this might answer our, our question about that Twi'lek earlier. It looks like there's a Twi'lek, green skin, um, and some other alien next to her. That's Zeb. Is that Zeb? Yeah, it's it is Zeb. Zeb, and a, Zeb yeah. and a weird helmet. Yeah, it's, uh, no, I don't think so. Actually, it is Zeb, yeah, because look, if you look at the eyes. No. Yeah. It could be another one of his race. But well, it's, it's, it's his yeah. gun. But it's definitely, it looks like his gun, yeah. It's wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, it looks like Aaron Zeb. It almost looks like he's got like a Mando antenna. Oh, on the side. it is. It is Zeb, but he's got a weird face mask. Yeah, it's, it's like it makes it look like he's got a, a like a funny looking face. But yeah, you're right. The eyes, the nose, and the mouth are yeah. all up into that helmet. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, like I said, he's got like Mando, like the Mando listening device or the thing that would come down over their eyes so they could see further. Mm-hmm. So it's like Zeb with some body armor and. He yeah, almost yeah. looks like a almost looks like a bounty hunter, like a different kind of bounty hunter to me. Yeah. That's what this shot. So, I don't know. That could be Hera still, I guess, next to him. Yeah, she looks a little different though. I don't know. She, well, you're also kind of freezing it within motion. So yeah, it's a little blurry, hard to tell. But that does look like her, her blaster that she would use too. So mm. I don't know. That's kind of interesting though. That you know Zeb and in like a in the armor armor outfit. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's. It almost looks like it could be a joke sort of thing, but probably not. It's. It, it just is a weird design choice. It's kind of an interesting. Like I said, it almost makes him look like a bounty hunter, almost. Yeah. With the I, I don't know. To me, it's like a throwback to, uh, to uh, maybe well, Emp- Empire when they had all those. It's different... this weird elongated helmet, but it doesn't actually have like a face covering thing. Right. It looks like it has like a like a front for a face. So maybe it has a screen that comes down or something maybe. that we yes. just don't see. You know what it almost looks like to me? It looks like an old leather uh, football helmet from the 1930s or like, something. Like really elongated? <laughs> yeah, like a really yeah, tall like, version. But it's made for like a cone head. Yes. Yeah, that's what makes it weird. But yeah, it, to me it's almost a throwback to, uh, like I said, to back to Empire Strikes Back when he had all those different bounty hunters. He had Bosk and mm. obviously Boba Fett was there. But, you know, I don't know. Kind of cool. Do so you though. think we'll see any extra bounty hunters throughout the season? It'd be sweet. I'd I mean, like. Really, we haven't seen the Empire rely on bounty hunters too heavily. Not too heavily. Rebels. And there's one bounty hunter I'd like to see make a return from uh, Clone Wars is Cad Bane. Hmm. He's pretty badass. All right, so let's move on to uh, the next scene in the trailer, which is the uh, the scene of the. Uh, it looks like uh, maybe an A wing, two engine A wing attacking what might. Be looks kind of like Star Killer Base, maybe it's some Star kind of space base. base. Yeah, yeah, some kind of space base. I yeah. mean, it's spher- <coughs> spherical, mm-hmm. so we kind of get that you know death. Maybe it's a pre-Death Star. Yeah, or at the very least, it's some sort of manufacturing thing. Maybe it yeah, could, could go be. either way. Yeah, it's very possible. Um, again, like I said, it looks to me, it looks like it's just a two-engine Ewing. I could be wrong, yeah. or it could I be mean, some other new kind of ship. The engine itself that. is actually kind of interesting because it kind of is slightly off and towards the lower bit. So, mm-hmm. well, it kind of looks like the Ghost. Yeah, it's bit. pretty similar, except it has those two little blue engines towards the back that almost look like they were just kind of 
bolted on. Mm-hmm. Or did they finally get rid of that crappy Phantom 2 and this is the Phantom 3, maybe? Maybe. You'd hope. Could be. I hope so. I have a new hope. <laughs> i really not a big fan of the new. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny guy. All right, so next uh, next shot is a uh, another shot of the spherical... What I'm assuming is the same thing. It's the spherical. So do you think that's actually like a something like a proton missile, or did it just kamikaze the whole thing? It could either be a kamikaze, or yeah, it could be some sort of, uh, you know, they, a proton torpedo, or something along those lines. Or is it like a force ghost blast busting out? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't think we'll see that in Star Wars yet. I'm not uh, against it. Maybe it was, maybe it's a squail. Yes. Uh, squails. Came out of hyperspace and hit yeah. the damn thing. <laughs> well, I mean, if they yeah. travel through hyperspace, it has to happen. Uh, like, it's just inevitable. I'm gonna miss They're giants. I'm gonna miss squail conversations with you guys after this season. Um, I'm sure it'll go on another podcast. Uh, oh no, yeah, we, we'll be talking in episode eight about. It's weird. We never saw any squails in this, isn't it? Squails did not appear in this episode. Um, so yeah, it looks like uh, maybe a construction. It's got some arms coming off the bottom of it. You know what else it kind of looks like? What? Almost like the like the like the command center of one of the the star destroyers. Um I mean, I wonder with the arms connecting, I wonder if it's a like part of a, like a bigger the bigger ship. Oh. And like, like it just hasn't been attached sort of thing. Well, well, yeah. We can't see it is what he's trying to say. Yeah, like maybe the bottom half of the ship is below that mm-hmm. and you know, once it gets to a certain spot, it can shoot out that sphere or whatever mm. that's what the arms are for to connect it to that ship and it can you know hover out go. there maybe maybe it could be firing a weapon the fact that it's blue and that the engines were blue on the last shot we saw it could be a kamikaze or yeah. it could be a ship trying to go into light speed outside of the hangar kind of like yeah. Han did out of yeah. that ship and kind of force awakens maybe maybe, maybe. okay yeah. alright let's move on um uh, let's see okay so uh Agent Callus is back. Uh, general, maybe a rebel general or captain now, maybe in the intelligence. General uh, Mutton Chops. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I think that's how we'll have to refer to him in the entire season. Yeah, Gen- general, general Mutton, mutton Chops. General Mutton Chops. Um, yeah, but he's got the longer hair. Definitely looks like a rebel uh, general to me now. That must yeah. be the way to wear your hair on Yavin yeah, 4. Yeah. It's the in style. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you say that Brian, maybe he is actually in Rogue One. We didn't even realize yeah. it. Well, you can rewatch it to see if he's yeah. in the background. Well, I like, have to go back and rewatch. Looks like Callus. I bet that's Callus right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely a possibility. So yeah, again, do you think it's funny if Callus is just so in the background? He's just such a minor character, and you just know it never. Well, I mean, him. if he's like just like a lieutenant or a captain, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, he's not not a general or anything high. I mean, to the rebels, it might be important to that show, but in yeah. the bigger, grander scheme of the rebellion, maybe not. But go to see him like near a Zeb-like character, or if he's in charge of intelligence, then maybe he's you know meant to stay in the background. Yeah, you know? fair yeah. enough. Um, all right, let's move on. Okay, uh, next scene. It looks like uh, another scene of uh, of Ezra uh, wearing his uh, Mando jetpack. Yeah, uh, possibly in some ship or some sort of base of some type of the door hangers. I'd say some sort of imperial facility. Uh, you can tell by the lights in the background. Definitely, the Walker and the Tie Fighters give it away. Looks mm-hmm. like a bunch of other Mandalorians with him. 
Yeah, I mean, it could be either something like the Imperial troops lend to the Mandalorians they support, or mm-hmm. uh, Mandalorians helping them attack the Empire itself. Right, because the Empire's backing uh, Clan Saxon, we know mm-hmm. that, so it's very possible. Uh, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it looks like it looks like maybe even a carrier that's taking that um, that equipment to maybe whatever base we're going to, like, whatever planet we're going to see the war on this time. Yeah. Um, maybe they were taking all that equipment that, to that place, mm-hmm. and the the man the Mandos kind of just... Bust their way in. Bust their way in while it's in space mm-hmm. before they can get anything out. Yeah. So maybe, maybe something like that. But it does look like they're fighting it. It looks like there's um, some kind of fire coming from the walker. Yeah, definitely. And they're definitely shooting back yep. at the walker. Mm-hmm. I like how it uh, looks like Ezra's got his lightsaber in hand, and he's just kind of taking it all in for a second, maybe. Yep. Yeah. No, at least a millisecond or so. Not for the shot. <laughs> Not for the screenshot. But yeah. I'm sure, Brian, you'll agree it's cool to see uh, maybe, a, except for the helmet, you know, you've got uh, Mando meets Jedi. You know, well, yeah, I mean, that's there. the only thing that was missing from Bubba Fett. Yeah. Is, is the, the lightsaber. Light, lightsaber. So, yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, next up, uh, we've got. Uh, looks like we got a Death Trooper running at us uh, in a circular hallway. I would say maybe a Rebel ship, uh, just from the design. I don't mm-hmm. know what do you guys think. It's definitely possible. Um, I mean, it could also just be like a base as well, but mm-hmm. um, so it could go either way. Yeah, but it's it's some kind inter- of tunnel. Yeah, it's uh, interesting to see the Death Troopers back and being kind of integrated. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's great that they're you know they keep crossing over with Rogue I mean, more and more. I mean, it'd be interesting whether they actually show what makes the Death Troopers kind of elite troopers because you never really see that in Rogue One. That's not really. True. In fact, I would like to see them spin one of these characters off. You know, maybe get to see him take off his helmet and he's just an elite commando mm-hmm. stormtrooper that works for the Empire. Maybe even as you know, I don't know, almost a bounty hunter kind of esque. I don't know. That'd be kind of like sweet. by the time you get to episode eight, there's like a deaf trooper that just yeah he's, like survived and went full bounty hunter. Yeah, went full bounty hunter, and you know it still wears some of the armor. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, be kind of cool. Um, all right, so let's move on to the next scene here. So okay, so Thrawn, what appears he's shooting at a Tie Defender trying to take off because mm. uh, he's got his gun raised. It's all kind of blurred because it's the action sequence, but. Maybe the uh, rebels have uh, commandeered themselves a Tide Defender. It does kind of suggest it since he's shooting at it, right? Or looking up at it. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I mean, he's either I, I can't, you can't really tell if he's shooting at it or not. Mm-hmm. He may just be like seeing the Tie Fighter come from behind him, and he's turning around real fast to see it. Could be. Um, but the Tie Fighter is definitely moving away f- or well towards him. Oh, yeah, to up. go over top of him to right. do a flyby. And I can't really tell what's in the background, if that's a base or if that's a, a uh, city. I would, yeah, it's kind of hard know, to tell. It looks like the mountain's a low thaw to me. Um, oh, just I, like those, you know, those like... You think it's a mountain? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I actually think those are like, you know, like how we saw the Jedi Temple in that mountain? Yeah. Yeah, that's... I don't I, 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 I look, it looks to me more like a like a, like a a building with uh, the lights on the side there, if you go down the side. It could be. To me, it looks like striping, though. Um, no, 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 no. Over here on the side, on the right. Over here, yeah. yeah. Over here, and it is... looks like it's a part of like like domes, part of the building. Oh, uh, okay. That over here could be. I just to me, this looks like a, a straight up Lothal Mountain in the middle behind well, him. But I, I don't know. It's possible. 
but it's definitely like the the outer base and stuff, like this wall. Mm-hmm. Like remember when the we we commented about Sabine when we first saw her do all that jumping mm-hmm. when she was blowing up Tie Fighters and all that for diversion. It kind of looks similar to me. Okay, um, so I'm pretty sure I'd say 95 percent chance that's Lothal that it's on. Anyway. Fair enough. Um, so let's move on to the next scene here real quick. Ah, finally it's back. Uh, we've been we haven't seen it on Rebels yet, but it looks like we're finally getting some X-wing fighters. Finally, yep. finally. Um, definitely one of the most iconic ships in Star Wars. Um, uh, Brian, I think I've heard you say uh, that it's maybe the second most iconic. Oh yeah, I mean because you got you got the Millennium Falcon, which is Han's, Han's ship, right, and then the X-wing, which is Luke's ship. ship. Yeah, um, that's the way it was packaged to us as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, when you got the toy, was it came with R two D two and Luke, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and when you got the Millennium Falcon, it came with Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know we didn't we you didn't see all the other characters that were with the uh, Millennium Falcon, and like you know with Force Awakens, Ray drives the Falcon, but yeah, you know X wing was definitely Luke's ship. And it was probably one of the most iconic. It would be able to go. What well, we felt, well, I when I was a kid, I felt it went faster than the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Just because of how small it was, and was able to maneuver mm-hmm. and trying to carry that big toy that you had to have two hands on and move <laughs> that Falcon. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think if we look close, it almost looks like there's green on these um, these X wings now. Maybe a green squadron. Green squadron, maybe. Now we've seen in Rogue One, we had red squadron. Obviously, we had gold squadron, which was the Y wings, and then there was the blue squadron that died on Scarif. So, mm-hmm. is this maybe a third squadron uh, fourth. or fourth squadron? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> that uh, we just didn't know about. So, just squadrons that complete the color palette. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> Unicorn Squadron, go! Well, I mean, later on in the... Well, it's it's not canon anymore, but you had Rogue Squadron uh, later on, which is a bunch of X-Wings, mm-hmm. too. Um, but that's no longer canon. But I mean, they have Phoenix still. Squadron. And right. You had Iron Squadron. Mm-hmm. Uh, this so. is Weed Squadron. Green. <laughs> Put your weed in there. We're Echo Squadron. Oh, there we go. Echo Squadron. Echo Squadron. Echo Squadron. <laughs> Okay, so to go along, to go along with that, next shot is Hera in um, full X-wing gear, uh, except it's you know the, the helmet's slightly different because she's a Twi'lek, but still mm-hmm. uh, it looks like her in X-wing gear. Um, she's wearing red though, so maybe this is Red Squadron, not a mm-hmm. Green Squadron. And it definitely looks like a solo ship sort of thing. Like it's nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the uh, like the Ghost. Yeah, right? Oh yeah, she's definitely in a like single cockpit. Yeah, single man mm-hmm. fighter. Um, I like her top. I like how she's got like X uh, looks like uh, two uh, uh, Tie Fighters with the like a little cross between. Yeah, them. like a line through them on the top of her helmet. That's kind of cool. It's like kind of like the smoking symbol, just Tie Fighters instead. Yeah, I, in fact, Aaron, I think you even said at one time at some point that uh, we finally maybe we'll get to see her piloting skills again. You think? Oh yeah, I mean we really didn't see that much at all in the last season but it's already hinted at her being you know a very well respected pilot so yeah it'll be interesting to see that component come back it will be nice to see her do some serious damage in an x-wing that'd be kind of sweet yeah so uh, i'd like to see ezra in an x-wing too honestly but just because he parallels luke so closely in everything he does 
Yeah, but I mean, it'd still be nice to see him play out some more of the Jedi roles and have like some of those components as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, so far we've only seen him in a fighter once, which was that uh, Y-Wing last season in Season yeah. 3. So be cool, really cool to see him in the X-Wing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so next shot, uh, Bo-Katan is... She's got the... Uh, the the dark saber and she's got it up high and it's like she's claiming her throne almost yeah kind of rallying her troops and proving her worth sort of thing yeah everybody's yeah. bowing around her so I mean it's yeah. obvious that they've they've selected her to be the the, the new heir to unite all the mandos yeah you, I mean, have, you Sabi- have you have Sabine and her mom right behind her like like saying her. we we yeah we back her up yeah or we show the unity so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out because. You don't hear about this Mando Civil War in Rogue One. You don't hear about it in, in the classic trilogy at all yeah. in 4, 5, or 6. So I'm really interested to see how this plays out. Not to say that it couldn't be happening at the same time, mm. but you know, then it would make sense how if it was happening at the same time because the Empire suddenly has to fight a war on two fronts. Mm. You've got the deal with these rebels, but you also have to deal with the Mando Civil War. At the like same it's something time. that actually is playing out through the first trilogy and just yeah, and, a background story. And maybe that's how the rebels survive the full onslaught of the Empire because the Empire is, you know, so too, it's kind of like busy. It kind of works out the same way the Roman Empire fell, which is fighting so many smaller well, wars. Yeah, and just divided itself. Too many fronts. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, I. I would kind of like that, to be honest. Yeah, it'd be kind of. Cool. I think that'd be kind of an interesting kind of parallel to it. And don't get me wrong; is it, it does it change like how the rebel is viewed? Like, no, probably a little. Yeah, well, I think it would. Yeah, I don't know. It's, you wouldn't. Th- it's not the rebels single handedly bringing down the entire Correct. empire. It's the empire's own infrastructure failing and then having yes. to deal with so many fronts. Yep. it definitely changes the perception of it. But it's actually kind of an interesting like variant to the story. I like the idea because. Don't get me wrong. I, it, you know, you got the underdog, and you've got Luke, and and the you know the evolution of the Jedi, him becoming a Jedi and, and taking down the Sith and mm. through Vader, and it, that's all still cool, and it's all still very relevant. But to me, to have another war going on off to the side, no, I don't but like have a problem with it. I mean, you know? I'm not sure if Disney really wants to get into the political commentary, but if you look at it historically, it really is the inefficiencies of empires as they grow larger than they can control that really brings them down you saw that with roman empire to a lot of extent you saw that with the ussr as well Mm -hmm. with the soviet union yeah it would be pretty cool to see uh i I wouldn't have a problem with this whole mando thing going on the whole time and i mean that would explain why boba fett is well i technically isn't Mandalorian. he's not mando but, but yeah but that's why you don't see that those characters play off throughout most of the original trilogy. Why we don't see so many Mandos because they're too damn busy. Yeah, because they have their own warfront going on. Yeah. Plus, if you want to do like a side films about like the Mandalorians, like war against the Empire, you could also have that being like a parallel thing to the original trilogy. I would really like, like I said, I, I, I would love for this to be the spinoff series, the mm. next series. Uh, or maybe they're going to do two animated series. Mm. Who knows? It, this could be one of them. I would love that. I don't know if we're going to get it or not, but it's just a hope on my part at this point. But yeah, so it looks like uh, Bo-Katan, obviously her sister was the uh, Duchess of Mandalore. So, you know, obviously her sister, you know, maybe there is some bloodline bloodline. connection to authority. And then you put that with the Darksaber backed up by, you know, Sabine's the Ren clan, so to Mm. speak, gives them a little bit more clout, so. All right, let's move on next scene. I think that actually is the last scene of the trailer, isn't it? Yeah, actually, I think you're right, Aaron. I think it is. Yeah, it is. So uh, let's just, uh, we've really dissected the heck out of this thing. Uh, 
We're almost up to an hour. Uh, so let's just get into final thoughts and grades. All right. Uh, Aaron, your final thought and grade on the, this trailer. Um, I'd probably <coughs> give something like a B. It was a fine trailer for like kind of a teaser. I don't know if we're going to see a lot of that through... A lot of the trailer is going to play out past the mid-season, but I think Brian mentioned that earlier. Um, but we definitely saw that with last season's trailers where we really saw most of it within the first couple episodes. The first half. Yeah. Um, and it was okay. Like, it's nothing overwhelmingly exciting, but it's interesting, and it seems like it's carrying on the story. So it's interesting where it goes. Yeah, to me, it, it's, it's, uh, it didn't give me the goosebumps. And, um, you know, every other trailer I've seen for, for Rebels gives me that goosebumps or that holy crap moment, you know, and this one doesn't really have that. Um, the other thing, the other big question is where's Ahsoka? Um, uh, give me two seconds of Ahsoka. You know, I, I don't care. I, you know, I I think for season four to be successful, there needs they need to create a dark side presence and then Ahsoka needs to be the answer to that dark side presence. Um that's just, you wouldn't be happy if they just find her corpse somewhere. No, that would just be really, really morbid and <laughs> God, yeah. No, no, thank you. Okay. Um, so yeah. Uh to me, I give it a solid B. Um, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, B B minus somewhere on there. Yeah. Um, like you said, it didn't give me the goosebumps that the other trailers have given us. Mm-hmm. It was a teaser trailer, so it's not really the trailer for four. Right. Um But like you said, there we I, I needed something else in there. Maybe more lightsabers, yeah. maybe maybe Vader, yeah, um, Soka, something that would just oh yes, yes. I can't wait for next season. Yeah, this didn't really give me any of that. It gave me more um, like a lead into Rogue One than it did to the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, it felt more like Rebels, mm-hmm. which I we I said I said in our you know finale I said. It looks like the, this is going to be the, they're getting more into rebels, more away from Jedi and stuff, mm. and focusing more on the rebels as a group. Yeah, and that's what this feels like. It's going to be still. Yeah, and I don't know. It's going to be an interesting season though, with sixteen episodes with one arc. Right. So I can't wait for that. But one big story. I'm just not hyped up for it yet. I hear you. I'm I'm hoping we get something as we get closer to the fall. Maybe we get a few more smaller trailers with a little bit more. That that uh huh, or at least they reveal a dark side presence. I think you can have the you can bring all the rebels together, but you gotta have the force in there somewhere. You know, at least we had the Bendu this season, and we had Maul, and we had Kenobi. You know, that has to be in there somewhere. There has to be that parallel storyline um, for me, anyway. All right, so uh, where can you find four Midwest guys? Uh, it's real easy. Just go to www. Did I say four W's? Make that three W's. www. Uh, you said www. Okay. All right. So three W's. Dot the number four midwestguys.com. Again, that's the number four midwestguys.com. One more time. Number four midwestguys.com. There you can find links to our Twitter feed, to our YouTube, to our uh, uh, Podbean, especially to our um, uh, help me out. I, I Twitter iTunes, iTunes. That's the one. Um, so all it's all there. You can follow us there. And also all of our podcasts are there. And if you'd like just our Star Wars Rebels podcast, you just click up the top, the category, everything's categorized, and it'll give you all of our Star Wars Rebels in chronological order. If you'd like our podcast we do on Game of Thrones, you click the Game of Thrones link. 
our entire season 10 review is there. Uh, if you like a Marvel DC Kings, you click Marvel DC Kings. You get the idea. On and on and on. It's all one-stop shop, the number four, MidwestGuys.com. All right, Mr. Ankabauer, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. And Aaron, thanks for joining us. Yep, no problem. And this is B. Willie saying, may the force be with you always.